Welcome to the Living Epistle Podcast, the place where you will find biblical principles to help you live out your faith on a daily basis and to have a positive impact on the lives of others. So get ready for another powerful episode of Living Epistle Podcast. This is Tony Miles, and welcome to the 15th episode of Living Epistle Podcast. As you guys know, over the past several weeks now, heading into months, we've been doing a series on health and wellness. And for the most part, for the last few weeks, we've been focusing in on physical, emotional, and mental uh, health and wellness. Well, this week, we're still going to be talking about health and wellness, but we're going to shift and we're going to be talking about health and financial wellness. So I am so honored, so, so honored to have my special, special guest. Last week I had a special guest and it was cool. Love you, Anthony. But this week I have got the love of my life, my college sweetheart, the woman who I've known for 39 years and been married to her for 35 of them. And she is a CPA. She is a graduate of Cornell University. She has her master's degree from Adelphi University, and she is the founder, CEO, and managing partner of M.H. Miles Company, CPA, PC. It is, you guessed it, no other than the very own Monica Miles. Monica, welcome to Living Epistle Podcast. Well, thank you very much. I love that introduction. (laughs) So, Monica, I wanted to have you on Because as we look at health and wellness, a lot of times people only limit it to um, physical and mental health and wellness. But again, as we talk about living epistles and uh, living epistle podcasts and what it means for the whole person, part of that is financial health and wellness. And I figured who better, even when I was doing the series, who better to have one as a special guest to talk about it than you? And so one of the things I really wanted to focus in on is the thing about credit. So as we look at financial health and wellness, can you talk a little bit about what is credit? Why is credit important? Sure, definitely. So credit is basically your access to other people's money. So when you have credit, you have the ability to buy now and to pay later. So just some simple examples of that would be when you purchase a house. If you have, um, if you purchase a house, you don't have the total amount of funding necessary to purchase the house typically. So um, typically you would put some money down and then you would get a mortgage um, for, you know, to pay for the rest of the house. Same thing with a car loan. Typically people will put some money down on a car and then get a car loan for the balance. Um, also, another example of buying now and paying later is when you have store cards. So if you have a Nordstrom's mm. card or a Macy's card, you can go in and you can purchase goods from the stores and then you can pay later. Got it. So okay. that's that's the power of credit. That's okay. what credit enables you to do. Wow. So it made you, like you said, to buy now, pay later. Mm-hmm. If you don't necessarily have the cash, you can still have the benefits of that good or service. Correct. Okay. Got it. Got it. So, but let's talk a little bit about, but why is it important to have credit? And I've heard this said, and you know this, I've said this before. I've heard, uh, I heard one person say, you know, credit doesn't define who I am. And I agree with that to a certain point, 
but why is it important to have good credit? Well, it's really very important to have good credit because having bad credit limits your opportunities. Um, so uh, if you, we were talking, for instance, about purchasing a car um, or purchasing a home. So if your credit is bad, in some instances, you're not eligible to um, to receive a loan. So what your 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 credit is, um, it is there's a numerical formula f for calculating someone's credit score. Okay. And based on what that credit score is, it's really going to tell you how um, how a lender views you in terms of risk. Got it. So okay. if you have a lower credit score, you're a higher risk for a lender. If you have a high credit score, you're a lower risk. So that's going to help determine whether somebody's going to take a chance on you and, 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 and extend credit to you. So the reason, another reason why it's important is because it, um, if, you're, if you have two people who are trying to, for instance, buy a vehicle, to buy the same identical, identical car, mm -hmm. and one person has good credit, one person has poor credit, um, one person may be able to get a loan, a, a car loan, at... 3% interest. Mm -hmm. And another person, because they have a bad credit history, they can't get a loan for lower than 16% interest. Wow. So for the same identical purchase, the person with bad credit is going to end up paying a lot more for, for that vehicle, for the same identical car. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so in the long term, like you said, you wind up paying more for the same things. And it, as a result of that, then you wind up in and then what happens a lot of times, like if you're talking about cars, people are what are called upside down. So they have to get, take a longer, a higher interest rate, a longer long term. And God forbid if they're in an accident or something happens, now they owe more money on the car than the, the car is actually worth. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good. So what, um, as far as credit goes, what are uh, kind of the two or three key factors that determine um, what your credit score is or how good your credit score is? Okay, so first of all, um, I can tell you um, just some average credit scores okay. and, and what categories they, they fall into. Okay. So um, if you have excellent credit, that would be a credit score of between 750 and probably 800, around 800, 809. Okay. So that's considered um, um, great credit. A excellent. Great credit. It's considered excellent credit. Yeah, right? so, so excellent is actually considered 810 to, to 850. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. so that would be excellent. But if you have great credit, mm -hmm. that'll, that'll open all doors for you. Okay. So if you're in the great to excellent range, you're, you're, you're good. Okay. Okay, um, so for fair credit, that would be between 560 and 669. Okay. And poor credit would be between 500 and 559. So, um, and the poor category, you're generally not offered the most favorable rates on credit cards, on auto or home loans, or on personal loans. Yeah. And then you have the very poor uh -oh. credit. Uh -oh. So very poor credit is 300 to 499. Wow. And um, you're considered a high, a high risk, and, and most traditional lenders are not going to loan you money at, at that um at that rate. Yeah. So when we talk about the um, the credit scores, your credit scores are maintained by three major um, bureaus, mm -hmm. and that would be TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. And each of those bureaus 
has a slightly different way of calculating um, the credit scores. So they may not be identical. If you were to pull your credit scores from each of those bureaus, it may not be the same number because they use slightly different different factors to um, you know to calculate the the credit scores. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. What would you say to somebody who says, "Well, credit is not important to me. I pay cash for everything." How can that be a negative to some people? So I, I think of that as I kind of put that in the same boat as having insurance. And so I think it's fabulous if you can pay cash for your purchases. Mm -hmm. And um, but what if down the road you can't? Mm -hmm. So if down the road you can't, you know, you don't know what the circumstances will be in the future. And if you are in the position where you're forced to um, to seek out a loan, if you haven't built up your credit Excellent. and established a credit history, then you've basically done a disservice to yourself. Okay. So um, even for people who have cash available to make purchases, it makes sense to also simultaneously be okay. establishing your credit history. Excellent. So I recommend as soon as um, a, a child is um, in college, let's say, I, that's a good starting point for them to make sure that I mean, by the time they're in high school, like by a high school senior, they should have some history. Okay. Um, and that would be starting maybe with a, a, um, a credit card that has a very low limit. What was the credit card that you got, Jada? It was a it was a based on the college. It was a college loan with a credit limit, I think, of fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, fifteen hundred dollars. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, when when parents do that for their kids. Um, in a way, it's really great because it's helping them establish their credit history, and also you can monitor it. So, Correct. were you able to see what she was purchasing? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. Were yeah. you able to make sure the bills were paid? I absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that that was my prime responsibility. Oh, okay. Bill but, but yeah, to pay for them. <laughs> but at the same time, we recognize the importance of establishing good credit. So it really didn't matter. We knew that. That was the whole point of doing that, so that when she gets ready to graduate from school, as with our other kids, their credit was well-established and they had a good credit history, Yeah. so that they could get come out of school with a good credit history. Right, right. I mean, that's definitely was the case, and we did have forethought in making sure they developed their credit history, because um, two of our kids have purchased homes in their 20s, mm -hmm. and, and in their 20s, a lot of kids are still just trying to get out of a credit hole. Correct. So Correct. Um, if you can think think ahead of time and um, start as having them establish credit and making sure that the credit is maintained and it's yeah. healthy, yeah. then it really, it's something, it's a gift yeah. to so, give them. So mm -hmm. what's the number one factor, the largest contributor to what determines how good or bad your credit score is? So there's um there's several things that determine how good or bad your credit is. Um, the factors include things like um, do you pay your bills on time? That's right. That is the number one factor. Forty percent of your credit score is determined by paying your bills on time every month when they come in. Right, pay your bills on time. That's forty percent of the credit score. So what does on time mean? On time means. When you see that um, on your credit card statement or your automobile statement, payment due by, that's paying the bill on time. Okay. Not after? Not, not three after, days after? Not three days after. Okay. Because at that point, even though um, you may pay it two or three days after, what they'll put you down as is slow pay. Mm -hmm. That's still not paying on time. Mm-hmm. 
right? Yeah. You were going to say so. Totally agree with that. And um, so paying paying the bills on time is key. Also, um, if you... If you have credit, you should know what the credit limit is and make sure you don't max out your credit. So in instances where you're trying to build a good credit history um, and keep healthy credit, just as a rule of thumb, never um, let your never utilize more than about 25 to 30 percent of the of the credit limit. And um, so you don't, you don't want to max out all your cards. Yeah. So if you're in the position where you have to kind of, when you're making a purchase, you have to go through your wallet because you're like, oh, no, this one's maxed out. Oh, yeah. no, I have too much on this one. Yeah. That's a bad thing. Yeah. So make sure you, you keep your credit, the purchases on your credit cards low and in the 25 to 30% range. So, for example, just to make a concrete example, if somebody had a $1,000 credit limit, they don't at any one time want to have more than two hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars out on that perch on that on that credit card. Yeah, that would be a great rule of thumb mm-hmm. for somebody who is trying to establish a good payment and credit history. Very yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. And so those two factors combine the paying your bills on time and the amount of credit that you use versus what's available, keeping it to twenty five to thirty percent, make up about sixty five to seventy percent of the credit score. Yes. Those two factors. Mm-hmm. If you can do those, you're well on your way to having a good credit score. Yeah, that is very very true. And then um this is a much more minor when it comes to the impact, but it does make an impact is how many times you have um vendors um make credit inquiries. Yes. Um on on your credit. So you want to make sure if somebody is saying that that they need to check your credit um, you want to make sure that they do a soft check. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you, can you are you familiar with soft check? Yes. So, mm-hmm. let me give an example. So, there's a soft check or an, and a hard check or a soft pull and a hard pull. So, guys, when we're at the store and they're offering instant credit, if you you know if you apply for the store card now with 90 days as same as cash, that's another way of of, of um, having credit. And then that you give, you give your uh, social security number. That is a hard pull because what that says to the credit bureau is at that point you're looking to have some sort of credit extended to you. That's a hard pull. The soft pull would just be, for example, if you're looking to go to one of the uh, credit bureaus, Credit Karma or something like that, where it does not affect, but you're still able to see your credit score. Yeah, that is very good. Very good information. Um, finally, one of the things that I would like to mention is that you have to be vigilant. You have to protect your credit. Yes. And you have to make sure that it's not being abused and that you're aware of what's happening um, with your credit score. So um, you should check your credit, um, on, and you would be checking all three bureaus yeah. um, on a regular basis. Um, you know, we had a very bad, sad situation where we had, um, there was identity theft and someone filed a tax return on our behalf um, to try to, you know, generate a, um, a refund. A refund. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness we were able to catch that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they never received, the people never received the refund and we were notified by the IRS that someone mm-hmm. accessed our credit. But um, um, as a result of that, um, we actually were able to sign up with a credit bureau with Credit Karma. And I've actually found that to be really helpful right. because I like to see, mm-hmm. you know, what the activity is on my credit on a monthly basis. Yeah. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. free, guys. It's Credit Karma. And that's a mm-hmm. free service. There are a bunch of free services. But even if you don't sign up for a service, 
the um, government or the law allows you to pull one credit report. You can pull your credit report once a year from each credit bureau. So what we routinely do is since there are three major credit bureaus, every four months, we pull one credit from one of the bureaus. So it may be TransUnion, we may do in January, Equifax, we may do in April, and then what's the other one? You had mentioned TransUnion, Equifax, and? Uh, TransUnion, Equifax, and what's the other one? I don't know, but anyway, there are three of them. <laughs> they are. And, uh, I went and blank, so, I'm yeah, sorry. That's okay. Sorry. And so, and so, but just again, you can do that, and that is free. So again, it's just one of these things where we wanted to um, remind you that credit is important. And here, here's the other part of that. And the reason that I, I talk about this or wanted to talk about this on this episode is even in the body of Christ, when we say, and it's true, that credit doesn't define who we are. That is 100% true. However, if we are to be living epistles, if we are to be living representatives, I look at credit as um, my name and who I represent. And so as a result of that, that's why it's important to have good credit because credit in the marketplace is your name and your reputation. And if we are to be followers of Christ and representatives of him, then we need a good name, not just in our local houses of worship, but we need a good name in the marketplace. Right. And the the third one is experience. And experience. See, yeah. I knew that's why I, I just drew, I drew yeah, a blank. That's all right. And the yeah. third one is experience. So mm-hmm. pull your credit reports from one of those three bureaus every four months. It's free and it'll give you all the details of who has credit, who's checked your credit, everything that's on it. And then you know, and then that becomes important. If you're looking to make a major purchase like a house, then you know what kind of shape you're in even before you go to do that. Knowledge really is power. Would you agree? I would definitely agree. But um, for, for those of your listeners who are really sad now, I just <laughs> wanted to say that if you do all of this and you check your credit and you it's a little bit lower than you would like, it's not the end of the world. Right. It just takes perseverance yeah. and diligence and just, um, you know, discipline. Yes. And with that, over time, you can absolutely fix your, your credit. And the point of this whole broadcast is no matter where you are on the spectrum, poor, fair, good, great, or excellent. The point is, now you know where you are. If you're in the lower end, you can make that step to in those steps to start moving forward. If you're not higher end, keep doing what you're doing. But again, we just wanted to bring this up because again, it's really, really important. What's in the name? And we want to be um, representatives of his excellency and of his greatness in everything and in every area that we do. Any closing comments, Monica? No, I'm just excited that you invited me to participate on your podcast. And um, I'm just happy to to participate and hopefully gave some nuggets to some people out there on credit. Excellent. So family, we'll close with this as we always do. In the words of St. Francis of Assisi, Preach the gospel at all times, and when necessary, use words. Now go and be a living epistle.